From the center of the hockey universe, this is the Off the Post Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Off the Post. I'm your host, John Mattis of Post Media. And on the line today, a special guest, Nick Suzuki. He is in Buffalo for the NHL Scouting Combine. Uh, He's a top prospect for the NHL Draft next month. Nick, what's up? Uh, nothing much, just, uh, hanging out in Buffalo, uh, just, uh, having a good time here. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you're being kept busy, obviously, by NHL teams. What, what did you get up to today? Because you don't just go there to, to sit in a hotel room, uh. Yeah, uh, I started off pretty early in the morning with, a my first meeting with the team, and, uh, kind of only had four meetings today, so, uh, those, and then we had, uh, lunch with a lot of the guys and the teams and uh, they kind of left alone for dinner to do kind of what we wanted so uh, that was kind of my day today. How many interviews do you have uh, lined up total because you're there for a few days? Yeah uh, I have a total of uh, 28 teams wow. over the four days. So, five, four so, days. so what three teams are you not interviewing with? Um, I think it's uh, Dallas Minnesota and Pittsburgh. Interesting. You know, it's weird though because uh, in the past I've talked to prospects who don't get interviewed by a team and then they get picked by that team for whatever reason they didn't feel the need to uh, to have an actual interview. So you never know; you might end up with one of those teams. Yeah, I think uh, some teams will feel comfortable if, if they've already talked to you and uh, like you as a player and know you. So uh, it doesn't really matter who you talk to; they they could end up picking you. So. Never really know with the draft. Something that happens every year is is prospects get asked kind of weird questions, non-hockey questions, uh, maybe scenarios, uh, you know, pick uh, option A or pick option B. Um, and it's sort of a trick question that's thrown out there by NHL GMs or scouts or whoever. Did you run into any of that this uh, this round uh, today? Uh, no, to be honest. Uh, I didn't really have any tricky questions today, but uh, moving on, I'm uh, looking to see if uh, something weird comes up, but uh, today I didn't have any. Okay, so l- let's talk about you and, and you know why you're there and uh, kind of the path you've taken. So uh, I'm just going to bust, bust out some basic info about Nick Suzuki. You, so you're 17, you're from uh, London, Ontario, uh, 5'11", 183 pounds. Uh, Patrice Bergeron is apparently your favorite player, and that's why you wear number 37. Um, you're a center, right-handed, so kind of suits the, the Bergeron thing. And uh, you have a brother, Ryan, who got drafted actually first overall to the Barry Colts, so uh, not too far from Owen Sound. You guys are uh, now OHL rivals. And uh, also, I, I, I came across a little nugget that you're actually related to David Suzuki. So let, let, let's talk about that first. How are you related to David Suzuki? Uh, he is my grandpa's cousin. So, so you- I think that's makes him like my second cousin remover i think <laughs> yeah i'm not entirely sure uh have you ever yeah. met him before or i think i was uh, like a family reunion with him but i was pretty young and i don't really remember it okay so you don't have any good uh david suzuki stories no unfortunately <laughs> um and then what about your brother uh you know he goes first overall you went uh i believe 14th a, a couple years ago uh, is he bugging you about that? How he he's sort of the uh, 
the quote unquote star of, of, of the family? Um, yeah, I think it was kind of his goal to go ahead of me in the draft and kind of talk, get one up on me. So, uh, he hasn't really said too much about it to me, but uh, I know he's really excited to go to Barry and it should be a, a good team moving forward. How about a hypothetical situation of, uh, you know, you against Ryan, uh, one-on-one, you got the whole ice. Uh, who, who wins that battle if it's, I don't know, you guys have 10 minutes and it's whoever gets uh, the most goals? Uh, I'd probably say myself, but <laughs> probably he probably might say something else. So, um, Yeah, I think we play a similar style, so I think it would be definitely close. Yeah, from what I gather, uh, you pride yourself on, on being a two-way player and, you know... It, your your numbers suggest that that your your goal scoring and your playmaking is somewhat even. Um, you're a decent size, uh, decent skater. How would you kind of break down your game, uh, personal scouting report? Yeah, I think what you said. I've, I've tried myself on being a good two way forward and uh, sticking to a good defensive structure and uh, moving up into the ozone. I think I'm a really good playmaker, but. Uh, I can also shoot the puck really well and just kind of take what's available to me if I, if it's a pass or if it's a shot. So uh, I think I use my uh, hockey smarts to my advantage and just kind of get ahead of the play and anticipate what's going to happen so I can get there quicker. So what draws you to, to Bergeron and, and adapting his number and just be, you know being interested in him? Is it because you want to be a player um, of his ilk? Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of the model of player I want to be, and I've looked up to that guy for four or five years now. And you see him win gold medals, you see him uh, win a Stanley Cup, so uh, he's done it all, really, and it's kind of a guy you want to play like, and uh, you want to be a winner as well. Well, I think you're on the right track, so... Let's run through your your draft years. So, you know, this is your second year in the OHL. Uh, you managed to score 45 goals. Pretty good accomplishment right there. Uh, 51 assists. So you had 96 points in only 65 games. Uh, right up there, fifth overall in league scoring. Uh, I was talking to uh, your GM, Dale DeGray, before we spoke here, and uh, he said you're getting about 21 to 23 minutes a night. Did you feel like you, you had a pretty big uh, workload or – um, was it just ho hum, just another year uh, at the rink? Uh, I think I got uh, kind of a bigger workload, but um, coming in, I really wanted to step up my game and take it to the next level. And uh, definitely coming into the draft year, you want to do that and play well and uh, get all the opportunity you can. So I really took advantage of everything that I got all year, um, whether it was on the power play or penalty kill. I really did my best, and uh, I was lucky enough to do both penalty kill and power play for most of the season, so um, that's kind of something I look forward to doing next year, too. Well, yeah, and you guys ended up uh, in Owen Sound having the third-best penalty kill and the top power play, so you must have been doing something right, I would imagine, if you were part of both of those units. Yeah, I think our specialty teams did really well this year. Um, The power play was working really well, and in the second half, I think, uh, we really picked it up, too. So we had a lot of skilled guys in the power play, and uh, Jonah would camp out 
front of the net, and she did a really good job screening the goalie and um, getting rebound chances and putting them in, too. And uh, our penalty kill was uh, really good. Uh, we, we were all able to block shots and be smart and uh, just stick to, to stick together in the four-man unit. And um, Yeah, I think uh, we got some good systems in place from our coaching staff, and it really helped. Yeah, well, in general, uh, you played with uh, Kevin Hancock and Jonah Gadvajic, and you're all draft eligible, so there's a possibility that you all go in the draft, which would be pretty cool. So it, it must have felt good to to look around and go, you know, we have we have something pretty special here, and we can bring it back next year and, and potentially the year after. Uh, it was sort of a, a breakthrough year for you, you guys in terms of being aligned. Yeah, definitely. Um, the three of us uh, really found some chemistry, and uh, I think we just help each other out. We each play a different role on the line and just gel together really nicely. And uh, we all produced this year and uh, really, I think, blew away expectations for all of us and had a lot better stats than we expected. So uh, moving forward next year, hopefully we get the opportunity to play together and even do even better. If, you're, if you were to pick one, do you think you're a better passer or a better shooter? Uh, I think I'm a better passer. Um, I think I can find lanes uh, through feet, through sticks. Uh, I think my vision's uh, up there with everybody in the draft. So uh, I think for me, I'm more of a pass-first kind of guy, but I'm not as good to shoot it. Yeah, and uh, you know, over the summer, it doesn't matter what age you are as a, as a hockey player. If you want to be a pro, you got to be working on something. You got to be working towards something. I would imagine, you know, physically you want to get a little stronger. What about actual skills? Are you working on your shot? Are you working on your skating? What is a, what is going to be the focus of your of your summer? Yeah, I think the focus on my summer is going to be uh, getting faster, getting quicker, kind of that working on my first uh, three strides of explosive starts. Uh, I think if I improve that and improve my overall skating, uh, I'll be in really good shape to hopefully make the NHL in a couple of years, maybe three. Yeah, well, you'd put yourself on the right track. And uh, this year, if we go down your personal accolades, uh, at the top of the list is uh, you got in the OHL, you're the most sportsmanlike player, and then you actually won nationally in the CHL. So uh, that was voted on by GM. So uh, you got some respect from from guys who are influential in the hockey world. And how did you react to to winning an award like that as as most sportsmanlike? Yeah, it's definitely... uh... Big honor to be uh, voted for the OHL, and then as a bigger honor to be uh, voted for the CHL most sportsmanlike player. And uh, I didn't really uh, know what to expect. I didn't think about getting an award for having small penalty minutes, and uh, just I thought being most sportsmanlike is kind of a mixture of getting less penalty minutes and just being a good player and guy that's well respected and. Um, just plays within the game. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone who's uh, lipping off to the refs or uh, taking five-minute headshot penalties is going to win that award. So uh, it's definitely a compliment. And I look back at your uh, your penalty minutes. So you had 10 over the year, which is like nothing. Five. Well, you had four minor penalties, or actually, I guess, three minor penalties, and then a double minor. Um, that was for a high stick. Uh, do, do any of the penalties stick out, or, or or would you contest any of the the penalties? Did you think that the ref was giving you a hard time? Uh, 
kind of hockey plays, and my stick got up high and cut the guy, so I got a four. And some of the other minors that were definitely like, I think I had a trip. So I know all the penalties were that I got were kind of there, and uh, there were penalties that I thought should have been called too. So you can't really uh, complain too much. The refereeing we got really good. So yeah, no kidding. I mean, 10 penalty minutes, that's that's almost uh, a perfect run there for you, considering how many games you played. Um, another uh, sort of prize or, or honor that you got was uh, you were named Scholastic Player of the Year for, for Owen Sound. And uh, just reading into things, I, apparently your favorite subject is math at school? Yeah. What, 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 draws, uh, you, what draws you to math? Are you, are you just good at it, or do you, do you like it? Or? Um, both, I uh, think. Just growing up, I was always kind of good at math, and I like doing uh, solutions and solving equations. And um, it's just kind of as you get older, there's a lot of new stuff, and I found it pretty interesting. Do, do you know anything about uh, advanced stats in hockey? It's it's sort of uh, taken taken the industry by storm, and and people are into it. Some people aren't into it, but as you, as a math guy, maybe maybe you have an interest in it. Yeah, I've uh, read a couple of things about it and seen the different stats, but uh, some of it I don't really understand. I have to learn more about it, but it's definitely something uh, I'd probably look into uh, moving forward and seeing if uh, what kind of players are have the best uh, kind of stats and, and analytically. Well, I can tell you, uh, Patrice Bergeron is like by no word of a lie the probably the the gold standard for analytics and advanced stats like if if people think that he on the surface is a great player you gotta if you look below the surface he's he's that much better so you're looking up to the right guy in terms of that yeah uh i think i've heard of him being really high in that so yeah i think for me i I don't know what my kind of stats would be but i'm pretty i'd like to see kind of where i'm at in that yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll hear, hear about it uh, when you get to the NHL level. I don't think there's any uh, escaping certain criticism and and maybe even uh, compliments in that regard. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, and then uh, let's talk about your team. I mean, the Owen Sound Attack had a fantastic year, actually a franchise best year in terms of wins and points. You guys were in the Western Conference, which is just a bloodbath uh, in the OHL, uh, arguably, or or you could. You know, it's not it's not even really an argument. It's the best conference um, in the CHL, and you guys were in a division with uh, with Erie, with London, with Kitchener, with Guelph. Uh, not, no easy wins there. I mean, Guelph's rebuilding, but other than that, uh, that's a very tough division. Does it feel like, you know, you guys winning so much and having so much success a little more sa- – is it a little more satisfying because you're going up against such stiff competition? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, we – we know we're going to be in a battle every night, especially playing in the Western Conference. We see a lot of the top teams more, but uh, every every game you play in the OHL is going to be a battle, and you got to play hard and every to win every game. So on any given night, any team in the OHL can win and can beat you, so you got to bring your A game. But as a team, I thought we really kind of blew away expectations for us, and no one really gave us a shot until we actually um, – they just saw us there in the top of the standing. So um, I thought as a team, everyone just bought in and did a really good job of, of playing hard. And 
sticking to our game plan. And I think off the ice, we really gelled at a team, and it really helped us on the ice. And then you lose to Erie in the in the Western Final in six games. Uh, you know, obviously a tough loss, but uh, a while ago now, has it sunk in that 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 you know you guys lost to one of the best teams in the country? You know, Erie loses last night in the in the Memorial Cup Final, so they went the distance basically. Um, like, is that is that is that a good thing? Do you view it as oh, at least we lost to a really really good team? Uh, yeah. Um, you never really. You never like to lose, and uh, watching them is kind of you want to get yourself to that level and uh, be playing in the Memorial Cup final. So, uh, to be honest, for me, it's kind of tough to watch that game, seeing two OHL teams going at it, and you're not one of them. So, uh, moving forward, that's definitely a place I want to get, and that's going to be one of my goals and our team goals next year. Yeah, well, uh, in talking to your GM, uh, he says he expects, you know, around 15, 16, 17, 18 guys back next year. So, you know, considering uh, the type of season you guys had with a fairly young team, um, I think the future is bright for, for you guys in Owen Sound. And, you know, you have Ryan McGill behind the bench who just won uh, the OHL Coach of the Year as well as the CHL Coach of the Year. Uh, and then you have a goalie in Michael McNiven. I'm not sure what he's going to do next year if the Canadians are going to uh, – um, scoop him up and, and take him away. Uh, but he, OHL goalie of the year. D- does it feel like around Owen Sound in general, uh, you guys you know, should be able to pick it up next year and, and go for another big run? Yeah, I think moving forward, that's definitely got to be our goal to win an OHL championship. So uh, I think a lot of the young guys that we had uh, last year really played a bigger role with the team, and they all stepped up and uh, – if we have 17 or 18 guys coming back, we should be a really good team. And uh, I'm really looking forward to getting the season started again. Uh, hopefully we can do even better next year. All right, so before I let you go, thanks thanks uh, in advance for for uh, coming on at the start of really game one of, uh, of the Stanley Cup final. So I appreciate that. What What's your cup prediction, though? Who's going to win this series between the Predators and, and the Penguins? Um, I'm not really too sure. I think uh, I'd like to see Nashville win. Um, they've got some guys out. They're really battling them. They seem to be like a really close team from what I've seen in the last couple of days. But uh, I think it's really it would be really good for hockey to have a championship in Nashville. But uh, Pittsburgh's been a they're the champ, so I think they're going to put up a real good fight too. Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a series, and uh, I'll let you go watch it now. Uh, Thanks again, Nick, for your time. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me.